SCP-6329 Termite Capitalism Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures Due to its immobility, Site-6329 has been constructed around SCP-6329. The perimeter around SCP-6329 has been fenced off to prevent unauthorized access. All exploration and testing of SCP-6329 must receive approval from Project Director Dr. Jack Kuhn. Site-6329 houses task force personnel prepared to exterminate potential threats emerging from SCP-6329, as well as personnel equipped for future exploration. In the event that SCP-6329-A instances emerge from the mound, they are to be forced to retreat back into the colony under the threat of firearms. Site-6329 houses a group of researchers, termite talkers, focused primarily on communication with instances of SCP-6329-A. The investigation is currently ongoing. Internal exploration of SCP-6329 is to be primarily conducted by drones. Description SCP-6329 is a colossal termite mound located in Redacted, Georgia, spanning over 180 meters in height above ground and an unknown measurement below ground. Similar to a standard termite mound, the construction of the structure appears to be a mixture of soil and termite saliva. Contrary to non-anomalous termite mound, however, the exterior is exceedingly durable and sturdy. All attempts at acquiring a sample of the exterior have resulted in failure. The structure appears to have several entrances located around the perimeter of the mound, all of which are on ground level. The entrances, which take the appearance of hollowed-out two-meter-tall hallways, lead deeper into the interior of the termite mound with pathways that branch out to different sectors. As the paths lead deeper into the mound, the construction of the interior becomes more advanced, with concrete, brick, and steel walls slowly replacing the dirt walls. Laboratory analysis reveals that the material in these walls is not traditional concrete or metal, but rather an unknown type of material with near-identical properties. SCP-6329's interior appears to take the form of a massive modern office building housing an unknown number of floors, comprised of several different types of rooms, ranging from open areas containing dozens of cubicles to break rooms. Some floors hold what appears to be hundreds of individual dormitory rooms, the interior of which all contain a large bed and bathroom. In the intersections of the dormitory floor hallways, what are presumed to be cafeterias and restaurants are spread over large food court areas. The interior of SCP-6329 includes advanced technological devices such as computers, phones, air conditioning systems, lighting, and the internet. The means by which these utilities function is unknown. SCP-6329 houses large termite-like creatures designated as SCP-6329-A. SCP-6329-A instances are capable of standing on their hind legs in a bipedal position, at an average of 185 centimeters tall, but appear to prefer to traverse the colony while walking on all six legs. The entities are able to stand on their hind legs for an extended period of time. SCP-6329-A instances appear to be sapient. It is concluded that SCP-6329-A instances are not only capable of basic cognitive skills, but also have the intelligence level of adult humans. 
See Addendum 6329 1.3 Phone Call Transcript. Attempts at communication with 6329As have largely been ignored and as such have been deemed failures. SCP-6329-As tend to follow a specific schedule. The schedule varies from termite to termite, but a majority tend to follow a certain pattern. This pattern has been described below. Between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m., 6329-A will awaken and exit their dormitory chamber. In rare cases, 6329-A will not wake up until several hours after the intended time, indicating heightened levels of stress. Between 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m., 6329-A will usually enter a cafeteria area, trading an unknown amber-toned substance for plants, wood, and other cellulose items. Upon receiving their desired goods, 6329-A will sit down at a table in the food court and begin eating, typically near other instances of 6329-A. It is not uncommon for 6329-A to skip this portion of the schedule completely. Between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. In this portion of the schedule, the activity of 6329-A instances varies greatly. Individual instances appear to have distinct tasks such as construction and sanitation. However, a majority of 6329-A instances will spend this time in a cubicle. Attempts at observing 6329-A during their work have been proven to be futile, as 6329-A instances will get defensive when near humans or recording devices. Between 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. Activity of 6329-A instances is entirely unpredictable during this time. By 11 p.m., every termite in the colony is inside of their dormitory room and is presumed to be asleep. There are certain exceptions to this rule, however, as there appears to be several groups of 6329-A that only work at night. Discovery the earliest documented existence of SCP-6329 dates to December 1992, although whether or not it existed before this time is unknown. SCP-6329 was originally considered a generally unpopular tourist destination, nicknamed by locals Skyscraper Rock. Further investigation and excavation of the base of the mound later resulted in the discovery of entrances and the existence of SCP-6329-A. This resulted in the immediate fencing off of SCP-6329, and the Foundation later intervened to control the perimeter of the area. The exploration of SCP-6329 has been discouraged through social media, and rumors regarding the mound have been dismissed as urban legends. Addendum 1.1 SCP-6329 Incident On June 2nd, 2020, an armed task force was dispatched to explore the interior of SCP-6329. Two task force members, 6329-Delta and 6329-Phi, were separated from the main group after reporting an ambush by SCP-6329-A instances. Upon being separated, Phi and Delta retreated deeper into the mound and encountered several objects of interest, including papers identical to standard business cards, see Addendum 1.2, Items of Interest 6329 Phi and Delta left the mound without reconnecting with the other task force members. Both individuals were later reprimanded for fleeing alone. Addendum 1.2 Item of Interest 6329 
IOU 6329A refers to a collection of identical business cards retrieved by 6329 Delta and 6329 Phi from the interior of SCP-6329. The details imprinted in one of the cards have been detailed below. CatchX www.catchx.mite Brad Norton, 455-612 Tax Supervisor Redacted, Georgia, Redacted Telephone, 229, Redacted XBenS, Redacted at CatchX.mite Dr. Kuhn determined that because .mite is not a valid top-level domain, both the website and email address were impossible to access. The phone number, however, was found to be functional. See Addendum 1.3, Phone Call Transcript. Addendum 1.3, Phone Call Transcript. In a later test, Dr. Keane called the number imprinted on the card in an attempt to schedule an interview with the receiver. The log provided below describes the interaction. Begin log. Phone rings. Dr. Kuhn. Hello, is this Mr. Norton 455612? Voice. Yes, that is me, sir. Please, just use Mr. Norton. How may I help you? I was interested in where I can apply for a job at your company. CatchX, correct? That is correct. I can transfer you to the customer service desk if you'd like. That would be lovely, but before you do that, I just wanted to chat with you for just a moment. Oh, if you were going to ask me about the stool incident, I don't know anything. I just help sell them. Stool? A stool, you know, as in the one you sit on. I'm really not supposed to be talking about this. I can transfer you. I see, so you sell chairs? I don't, know. Well, we do. I'm sorry, I don't want to confuse you. I can transfer you to customer service now. Just wait a second. So what exactly does your company, CatchX, do? You don't know. I don't mean to sound, um, condescending, but we're pretty big. I do not. I just happen to have this business card with your information on it. What? How? I don't think I've handed mine out at all. Um, you shouldn't have that. This isn't about the card. I just want to know what your company does. Sir, we sell property and furniture. I see. Interesting. Is it? Say that I wanted to purchase some furniture. How would I go about doing that? Well, you go to the website. Right now, we only do remote delivery. You just sign into your account, add your desired items to your cart, and the site does not work. Huh? It's not a valid domain name. It can't be accessed. Our servers aren't down right now. Are you sure you're connected? Connected? Um, yeah. Do you have a solid connection? What do you mean by connected? There is a brief pause. Um, can you excuse me for a moment? Alright. A second voice can be heard on the other end. Voice 2. I'm sorry, sir. Can you please state your name? My name is Edward Pitt. Who is this? Okay, Mr. Pitt, do you mind telling us a bit about yourself? Why? We just 
want to know a little bit about you. Will that be an issue for you? I suppose not. Wonderful. I'd like to start by introducing myself. You can call me Jody. Forgive me for being nosy, but what happened to Mr. Norton? He has some important clients to talk to right now. I'm a customer service worker, so he had you transferred to me. I see. Alright, let's begin with an easy question. We are over the phone, so I can't get an actual look at you. What are you? Uh, what, what am I? Yes. I can't answer something that broad. Oh, I should have been more clear. What type are you? I'm sorry, I still don't know how to answer that. If you were to describe yourself, what would you say? Are you the kind of bug that prefers to work alone or in larger colonies? I guess it mainly comes down to your anatomy. I don't like to adhere to stereotypes, but most dry woods tend to prefer corporate jobs. I'm sorry, Jody. For forgive me for interrupting. I don't mean to sound rude, but what are you? What am I? Well, if you want my answer, I'm a hardworking mother of 73. But if you want the professional answer, I'm an eastern subterranean termite. Allow me to get this straight. You are a termite. And you can talk. Oh, maybe a bit too much. You were also saying that there are more than just termites inside the mound? Mound. I assume you mean the building. Yes. Well, of course. We need diggers, transporters, stingers, all sorts of duties. Us termites can't do everything. Now, I'm sorry, Mr. Pitt. What did you say you were? I'm a human. Other end hangs up. End log. Afterward. All further calls have gone directly to voicemail. Thank you for listening to SCP-6329, Termite Capitalism, by Nanak. If you enjoyed this SCP, please like and subscribe, and follow the link in the description to the SCP Wiki, and vote to support it and the SCP Wiki as a whole.